All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast coming to you live from the lodge. My name's Will DeFries. To my left, David, that boy, Roth. I just showed Will the video of a the guy in his garage get attacked by a squirrel. He fucking just ran up on him and went after his face. Yeah, squirrel comes at you. What you doing? Did you see the the video of a uh, tarantula in Australia attacking its its attacker? No. What was yeah. its attacker? Just a person who was in the bathroom trying to kill the spider, and it came at him. You know the tarantulas are harmless as far as like venom to humans, I believe. Are we positive on that front? Yeah. When I was a little kid, I was actually just like sitting at home around Christmas time and like there were these two dudes and they wouldn't fucking leave me alone. Like they just kept on coming to my house, trying to rob me, like doing stuff. And so finally, were they like bandits? Dude. Yeah. It was weird. Like they kept on trying to turn my sinks on. And then finally one day I was like, you know what? I'm out on these dudes. I'm going to mess with them. Right. Where were your parents? Dude, they were in, uh, they were in Paris. Okay. I thought, wow. I so could, I could see sounds... the bit coming full circle before, like you could, I could. The wheels were turning in your head. You almost had to stop yourself from laughing because it, it was yeah. too perfect of a. Then, then I had, I just put the tarantula on one of their faces. Yeah. That's a weird way of uh, stopping a home invasion, as again they are not uh, dangerous to humans. Uh, they are gross and scary. They do have a mild, uh, painful bite. Sure, it wouldn't feel good, but it's less than a bee sting per per yeah, source. Per um, what if you're bee sting off the Riesling? I mean, I didn't really think about that. How many cockroaches do you need to see in your oh, place no. before you get nervous? That before you have to do something about the cockroaches? One. I don't want to talk about it. One. Do, are you a noted cockroach boy, Dave? Um, I don't know what that means. Like, am I afraid of them? Yeah. I, I don't. They 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 really gross me. I kill them. I'm not scared. Correct. Of them. Yeah, I crunch them. But I I don't. When I see them, it's like it triggers a visceral response, much like queso. Is that because you were conditioned to believe that they can survive nuclear attacks? No, that doesn't really age? bother me. Um, but that's that's their business if they are able to to survive said attack. Um, because they definitely can't survive a, a good SWAT with a boot or right. a shoe. Um, that being said, no, I mean. When it rained, we got that big rain a couple weeks ago. That's when the bugs try to get inside. And, you know, you might see one or two and you're like, okay, do I need to burn the house down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't we don't have a problem at this point, but I have seen one and I saw yeah. I saw a baby one uh, elsewhere. And that was concerning to me. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. You also, your, your apartment, no big deal. It's like kind of, it's kind of intermingled with the trees. Yeah. So they have like a direct... A direct little bridge to get over to your. your I feel like I've never seen a cockroach in the wild. Like they're only in homes at this point. You fucking cockroach! Cockroach. What do they eat? I don't know. What do bugs eat? Yeah, I mean leaves and shit. What do bugs eat? Well, I don't know what cockroaches. I know what like I know what ants eat. They they eat leaves and shit. Hey, what do what do what do roaches eat? Cockroaches eat. uh, They're obviously they're. I don't know how to say that first word. Are they omnivorous or are they omnivorous? Oh, omnivorous? Omnivorous. They're omnivorous scavengers and will consume any organic food source available to them. Wow, that's right. very bougie of them to only eat organic. It's true. Just free range only. Free yeah. range scraps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Farm to table scraps for, for the cockroaches only. Dude, why don't they just hang out in like, like Metzl Rancho dumpsters? They probably do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I bet instead if instead of my house, I probably are the people who administer the Dylan's COVID test. The, 
the roaches. <laughs> Chris, you got one is of this, Is this like jo- Joe's apartment, but they're just dressed yeah. up in lab coats giving Dylan vaccines it's and shit? Dylan's Dylan's <laughs> nasal swab. <laughs> um, can I pivot and bring up something that's very heartwarming to hit the TL? You can. Did you see that Vin Diesel walked Paul Walker's daughter down the aisle at her wedding? I, I did. did. If, if you didn't get a little misty when you saw that photo, then you're, you're, you have no heart. Yeah. They walked down to that uh, It's Been a Long Day song that has been playing in Paul Walker's memory for like the last Dude, Wiz Khalifa got like, he got like three Grammy performances out of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they, they walked down to uh, Vin Diesel's seminal hit from 2020, Feel Like I Do. I feel like you actually listened to that song at the gym. I haven't. I haven't on my my Spotify. It's not a bad song. I like. I I just envision you like it comes on and like for a second you're like oh, I should change it and then you shrug and you're like nah. I remember early early pandemic like week two, walking the dog and um, that song I was listening to it, and I remember like convincing myself I had COVID because it was so early and I was just like oh dude I've got a little post nasal drip oh this is mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, but I specifically remember that song playing, and I was just kind of like okay with it. I was like, I'm accepting this. The the art the album artwork is more concerning for me. Yeah, it appears like he is uh, enjoying something tremendously. What exactly? Like drugs? I don't know. Maybe he's on a boat. I make people that do face enjoy boat. boats. That's my that is my boat face. <clears throat> What well I think it looks like he's getting top. Oh, <laughs> it's just me, man. We got some. We got a loaded episode today. Oh, we should. Should we explain why Brett's in the building? We got the magic bullet today. Dylan's sure. on Cabeza watch in Mexico. Correct. Where is he? Exactly? Have we seen? Can I, rumors are out there swirling. Hmm. Dylan has gone full of mustache. I have not seen his... it. I have not seen a photo yet that. I, that I can go to. Do you but want I video also, evidence? Yeah, because I also have not. I also have not been on on social media very much over the last twenty four hours, so it's been difficult. Oh, he did go full mustache. I actually He's, think Dylan looks really good with a mustache. Yeah, we had one oh, a couple of years ago um, in that photo with Parks, and it looked good. Yeah, like I I think it's a top. Uh, I think it's like a top three way that Dylan looks. It's definitely better than not having any facial hair at all on him. He, no one takes, uh, no one takes years off their life like Dylan when he shaves his beard. Like I, I was going through some old photos recently, and seeing a baby face Dylan, he looks way too young. I think having the beard makes him look more age appropriate. Sure, for his age, which is now late thirties. Happy birthday, Dylan! Thirty-eight. I think that's the official. You can no longer get away with mid thirties at that point. Thirty seven, you can kind of get away that. with it. You can you can dip your toe into the mid thirties when you're thirty seven. I consider myself late twenties, and I'm twenty seven. Yeah, someone's eleven years old. I was talking about you with somebody recently. I don't remember who it was, but they were like, "Well, how old's Brett? He's like 30? And I was like, "No, Brett. He just puts out the vibe of a thirty year old. He's like twenty six or twenty seven. Yeah, he's an old chunk of coal. I don't know if that's a, an insult or a, a single compliment. crumb of coal. That's a compliment. It's I think probably both. <laughs> uh, we got some official business to get out of the way. Uh, spooky season. We had the penultimate episode last week. Yeah, it was the penultimate. They were calling it the ultimate pen. The finale's tomorrow, and you know what that means. We're going to go off. Do we have a special guest tomorrow, David? I need to. Yeah, as far as I know, <laughs> I really hope so. We can have Brett. Brett will be great. We but... have we have a good special guest penciled in. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be good. He'll, uh, he'll really, he won't know. I don't think he'll have any clue what he's getting into. Yeah, but I think that's going to make it good. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. 
Uh, big special guest coming for Patreon tomorrow, patreon.com slash Podcast. As you know, we are also recapping the Bachelorette season uh, right now. We will be doing that on Wednesday as that airs on Tuesday due to Monday Night Football. So again, go to patreon.com slash circlingbackpodcast. Uh, we also released a candle, I think, last week or the week before. Do you even burn? Oh, should we light that right now? Ooh. Do we have a lighter in, up in this bitch? Yeah. Where, where'd that lighter be? Oh, in the butt mug. Uh, while we're lighting the candle, I'm going to read a couple of reviews that we got this past week. Leaving a review helps us on the charts. It helps us just, you know, get people in the door. It's just a good thing. Don't read that one. <laughs> Which one? Oh, yeah, we're not going to read the one. We got a negative one from, like, like early. Yeah. yeah, whoever wrote that wouldn't like not a, episode. Just, just say it. Just it say just say says, it. please, no more Brett. I'm on an episode for, like, three minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, you're good. Like, in my opinion, this guy, he's taking it too far. No, Brett's great. Brett's got arguably the best pod on the network going now, the cold stove. Dude, the stove is cold. Burr. This is a cold stove uh, for all of your oh, hockey wow. breaking news. Oh, letter flick. Wheezy F baby. Okay. R.I.P. Snoop Dogg's mom. Man. Didn't need to, I didn't mean to take it there, but I feel like Martha. St- I feel like Martha Stewart's like his like de facto mom now. I thought they had a thing. If you told me that they hooked up one night, I wouldn't be surprised. She's been putting out heat lately on Instagram. I could see her taking him as a lover. I I'm I would I mean if Sally leaves me the first person I'm DMing is Martha Stewart. Oh yeah, she's got a ton of money offshore. I'm sure. Yeah, she's like she's like putting out spawn posts for like a hundred fifty thousand dollar Mercedes Benz, and she's just like everyone should go get one of these. Yeah, mm-hmm. for oh sure. God, you are yeah. so baller, Martha. Promo code like I'm gonna try. home cooking. Once this Bitcoin pops off, it's been popping. I know. Dude, it's, it'd be bussing right now. Yeah. Uh, someone said, I get it now. Let me just say, there's certainly a loading phase for this potty. My husband's been a fan for years, and I used to find myself quite frustrated with his random bits. Now I've listened for a couple weeks. I understand him much more and even find myself laughing along. In fact, we've even found ourselves playing Stand Mute Cancel several times on our honeymoon. Take that for what you will. Shout out to you boys. Look at us. Damn. Um, uh, we also had uh, uh, someone say, found this podcast because of Will and Scary shouts. When I first started listening, I thought it was merely insufferable social media personalities with microphones. Thank you for that. Uh, but then she did clarify, or he did clarify. Uh, then the Randy's trip to Chili's episode hit different. Now I'm an optimized backer and use goaded and built different in my daily vocab. Much love to the lads. Thanks for the last I'm reprieve sorry. from Office Monotony. To all of, all of your peers and coworkers and friends and family. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, guys, I got news. New Datum on Twitter, at New Datum. Just got a, a post off. Cool, cool, cool Adam, Adam, dude. Yeah, cool Adam. Dude, he's known in spooky season. We're gonna talk about his uh, his Halloween okay. costume in just a little bit. Randy, roll in to pull that tweet up when we get to it. Yeah, Randy, please cue that up because A bomb <laughs> is just putting out heat lately. Before we talk about the Merriman <laughs> Spooky Monster Ripper, let's hear from our friends over at Bird Dogs. I mean, what, what do we need to say about oh. Bird Dogs that hasn't already been said? We've got oh. a we got a box that got delivered mid pod the other day. It's just sitting over there. We, I love those mid-pod delivs. It's great. Yeah, I think, actually, he delivered the box when we were doing our uh, our picnic between Christopher Walken, uh, Travis Barker, and Khloe yeah. Kardashian. Yeah, that, that is the award-winning clip. We're hoping it'll get us into South by this year. I've been told hmm. that uh, Travis Barker week. only wears bird dogs while drumming, though, because they're comfortable, and they also help with his like sweat management. Yeah, they don't ride up. Yeah. He likes, he likes the liner. He also likes their pants. There's going out pants, but they're also his like everything pants. Yeah, like he also goes to like his day job in his pants, which is drumming. What is he like a investment banker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Travis Barker had to pick up a day job. There's there's a 100 percent chance that Travis Barker has like invested in a random uh, 
startup, correct? I would bet either um, energy drink. <laughs> CBD. CBD was number two. Yep. He could be pioneering like those tattoos that like last like two months. <laughs> I know I know those well. I'm thinking about getting the bird dog's logo tattooed on me because I have a bird dog myself. Odds. odds. No. Odds. No. If I've learned anything from this pod is that you can't do odds. odds I don't feel like get, losing. You get. I'm denying your, your odds. Your bird dog wearing bird dogs tattooed on. So you want me to get my. My Springer Spaniel tattooed on me, and she's going to be wearing a pair of Bird Dogs shorts. Correct. Can she be wearing a pair of Bird Dogs performance chinos? Of course. Because you know, you know I rock with those. Okay. We, we're going to, I'm going on vacation Thursday, not to ruin this weekend and fun for Wednesdays, but I'm going Thursday, I'm going to Mexico, and I was told that we, we have to dress up for dinner every night. I will be bringing my Bird Dogs pants, as they are comfortable, mm-hmm. moisture-wicking, and they travel perfectly. I love it. You can get joggers now, too. It, Look, they're doing it all right now. And if you go to birddogs.com and enter promo code STEAM, you get a surprise at checkout. Everyone loves surprises. That's birddogs.com, promo code STEAM, and boom, a surprise at checkout. You will never take these things off, I promise you. Even a shower. As you guys know. Remarkable in pools, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, whether it's their swimsuits or their shorts, I'll I'll wear either of them in the pool. I don't care. Yep. I'm a bad boy. Correct. Uh, Brett, we had the Merriman Spooky Monster Ripper on on Saturday night. Right. We're gonna forego just doing a general this weekend in fun because a recapping this weekend in fun because I think that we this commands just a, a general discussion. Yeah, no, it, I don't. I don't know if you saw it was upgraded from the Merriman Spooky Monster Bash to uh, Merriman Spooky Monster Ripper Thursday afternoon after reports were coming in that it would be in fact a Ripper. I think you, I think it delivered on that promise. Sure. Um, I spent all day Friday. Um, purchasing things all day Saturday, setting things up. So I had a blast. I don't know what to say other than I don't want to chronologically take you through the evening. Here, I'm going to ask you some questions. Sure. Out of all the appetizers, which ones do you think were the most popular? Uh, Well, the pigs in a blanket and scallion onion jam uh, brioche bites went immediately. I'm glad you brought those up. That was going to be my first question. The... I didn't know what the flavor was within those. I didn't know if it was like a goat cheese of some sort or something like that. But those brioche bites were hitting. Yeah, those hit markedly differently. Um, yeah, so I showed up at your place almost directly from the golf course because right. I played in a uh, LLS charity tournament. Shout out to our friends over there, Central Texas LLS Society. Uh, it was a great time. Anyway, didn't really have time to eat dinner. Went home, showered, put on my costume. Just showed up over at your place. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, about three signature one iron drinks from Gray Rock uh, Club, that's yep. their go-to, which sure. is a very good drink. Um, I did have a pulled pork sandwich at some point during the day, but no dinner. So I just posted up next to your tray and ate the uh, little pigs in a blanket. I ate like twelve of them. Did you? Then I had a cookie, mm-hmm. and then I had something else, and then I had the old fashioned that you made me. That pretty much <laughs> ended my night. Dave, <laughs> uh, I saw you drinking that old fashioned for like an hour and a half. It was. It was one of the stiffer drinks I've ever made. He well, gave me the the cool, gla- the nice glass too, like the Mad Men style glass. Well, you were wearing the your costume, Dave. I I knew it would be. I said it from day one. You showed up as Armand, and he and he he went and freaked it. <laughs> and you're right, I did. Uh, a lot of good costumes. I was a big fan of yours, even though I didn't. I I couldn't look at you. Yeah, it, making yeah. eye contact. That was the general with you sentiment. Was just like like I don't know. I know what you are, but like I don't. I'm uncomfortable with with right. this because like there's, you could have had like one misstep in life and ended up like that's you. Yeah. No. I I uh, 
when I put the two the to dos on, uh, I'm, my my whole mindset changed that day at about twelve thirty. I went to Target to get some few a uh, few last second items before the the Ripper, and um, with the to dos on, and tattoos for those that don't speak British. I was I was stopped multiple times in Target by tattoo guys. Yeah. Who were like, dude, that's sick. Where'd you get that? Can I, can I see it? Because I went in short sleeves. I'm like, yeah, yeah, hold on. It looked too real. And Did the, you tell him? The fact yeah, that I told him I had to, because I, I don't want to like appropriate Stolen Valor. Right. True. That's a, that's a good choice from you. You don't want to get run up on by some dudes that like think you're, you're jocking their swag. A hundred percent. But I, I did say, oh, yeah, yeah, of course you can take a look. And then I gave him the satisfaction of like, oh, that's tight. And I was like, ah, oh, well, they're fake. But what, what day this week? What's the what's the over under on uh, days this week that that you're going to have those fully removed from your body at this point? I mean, is it even this week? Well, it ha- like I'm going to a wedding next weekend, so I kind of kind of have to. I know, but like I I don't have faith that they're going to be totally gone by the time you go to the wedding yeah. next week. I don't either. There's going to be specs all over the place. Did you say who you were? You were Machine I'm, Gun Machine Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, I kept it a secret as long as I could, and. Uh, Caroline was Megan Fox, and I think I think it delivered. It was it was a great couple's costume, great Thank costume you. individually and together. They, I feel like we can't give the award for best costume to the actual host of the party. That's fine. I, I think that's like that's like hosting the Oscars and giving yourself like best actor or actress. Right. I will say that Dave, both Dave and Intern Klein both said they wanted to fight me based on my costume yeah. alone. Yeah. If I saw you in a bar, I, w- I would be like, we need to get as far away from this guy as possible. I think it's a good thing, though. I think that means the costume transcended it, time and space. It did. No, you you became the costume. Right. The black ton put it all together. That was uncomfortable. Um, Randy went as Cole's cash. In his defense, he, he did try for a different costume that has not arrived yet due to the international shipping bottlenecks. Yeah, the choke point. Right. I'm surprised. Like you, Dave had a custom name tag. That was uh, getting that here in time was. Yeah, that was that was tough. What cost more, the name tag or the the shipping for the name tag? The name tag was like sixteen dollars. So you yep. guess. <laughs> I'm gonna guess the the, uh, um, the ladder. I, I want to give out a shout out to them because Office Sign Company, they were great, and really? I was like worried because I, I had a backup costume, but I was like messaging with their their customer service people, and they were. Very um, forthright, and they were like, "We're gonna do our best. You need that, you know, because originally it was gonna be like eight to nine days, and of mm-hmm. course I waited till like two days before the party. And uh, they were they recognized what I was doing. They're like, love the show. This is gonna be a great costume. We're gonna do our best to get it to you, and they did. No shit. That's honestly like good for them. I, I will a hundred percent go to them if I ever need a name tag. Honestly, they do signs and they do name tags apparently, and it looked phenomenal. It, it, Quite they well. Did, they with did the, graphics. the logo. They did the. The Lotus. I sent them a vector file. You familiar with these? Yes. Wow. That's that's big time. Well, I sent them one. And you had the th- a pin too. How did you acquire the vector file, Dave? I I don't know if I I found one online and then I just dragged it to my home pit or my uh, what's it called desktop screen and then I just put it in an email. Like no offense to you, but like you just don't have the vibe of a dude who knows how to I don't. to work around a vector file. I didn't. I was just praying that they wouldn't ask for a higher quality photo. Based on how you just described how you got them the file, I don't think that you actually got them a vector file. I think that I they, they probably had to make yeah. something out of that, but they like they, that's cool of them to know. They, I'm glad you shouted them out because it sounds like they actually deserved it. They were great. Um, and then the the lapel lapel pin. Yeah, that was an Etsy find. You uh, well done, David. Well done. Your costume was spot on. And the the reason that I was so happy about it was the name tag. 
without the name tag, it I don't, I, it wouldn't have been a bad costume, but that made it like the perfect costume. Yeah. Um, thank you. I normally the name tag is not what you want on a Halloween costume, right? But in some scenarios, when the character you are doing is wearing a name tag in every scene, you got to go name tag. Mm-hmm. And it's and not you know when specifically you don't want the um, stick on write your name in a sharpie. Correct. That's a that shows that you put no effort into your costume, or or it's just so niche that no not one person will get it. We had we had an old intern. I'm not going to name him because I don't want to expose him right now. But uh, he he wore a, a button down shirt to a Halloween party one time, and then had a, a stick on name tag that just said John Mayer. Hmm. Wait, who was that? Was it Evan? <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, what are you doing? Were we with this him? Is, no, no, he just posted it online, and I remember it was like after his internship, and I was like, dude, th- you can't do that. Was that a bit? I don't know. It like might have the been bit a bit. Is like he looks nothing like John Mayer. He was like hoping that you would roast him so that he could get like some followers out of it. Well, maybe now, three, yeah. three, four years later, maybe even five. Five. We're probably. old. Um, my favorite costumes of the night were Dave as Armand yep. from uh, White Lotus. Yep. Uh, intern Klein's girlfriend uh, was a very convincing Tomb Raider, Laura yes. Croft. Yep, Laura Croft. Um, Barrett and Laura uh, of Club Cool Fame, they were a very good uh, throwback to the 90s as Where's Waldo and Carmen Sandiego. Boy, that spawned some Carmen Sandiego talk. Dude, the whole squad was like loving Carmen Sandiego. Just when you think you got her, next thing you know, she's in Paris. Mm-hmm. Like, how? I heard that the reason that she's jumping all over the world is that she has an immortal snail that's just chasing her. We're not doing the immortal snail. We're not doing the hypothetical. We're not Dude, doing that's it. why, though. Because she's got a snail that's just constantly looking Randy's for Randy's nodding over Let there. me also <laughs> shout out uh, Mr. Worldwide, Drool Adam himself. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, can we get that? Yeah, we have. We actually have a photo of Adam who, who absolutely crushed his Mr. Worldwide costume. Dude, Dude. I love how he was feeling when himself so much that he was like, I'm going to tweet this, too. When it's 304 versus when it's 305. Of course, a nod to the 305 of Miami. Uh, he walked Dave, in with ret- a bottle. I'm going to retweet him. He walked in with not. a bottle of Fireball. Unclear as to what happened to said bottle of Fireball. Was it drank? I don't know. No, I, I, it wasn't. I left at midnight because I had a big day the next day. And, and I did not see, I, I saw the Fireball, and I was like, you know what? I think there's two things we should do with this Fireball. We should either do shots mm-hmm. or we should dump it into the punch. Oh. The punch well, was... That, you, you ruined the award for most punch drank. It was Will DeFreeze. Yeah. Not to brag, but yeah, I drank the most punch out of anybody at the party. Yeah. The punch seemed like it was evolving. I noticed that different. it was constantly like getting reworked. More stuff was getting added, and it didn't seem like it was getting measured out. It was just kind no. of being eyeballed. It was dumped. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of Prosecco in there. There was a lot of vodka in there. That's probably what, there, where the headache the next day came from. There was me. a lot of uh, apple cider in mm. there. Yeah. Uh, and ginger beer to kind of level it all out. A little bit of sugar. Just a, just a smidge. That's yeah. okay. Did we dump a couple extra ginger beers in there before everyone arrived? Yeah. Yep, we did. We, did we had to. Did you have a recipe or were you just freestyling? Like- <clears throat> yeah, the recipe, the recipe, we were adjusting off of the recipe, though, based on the receptacle that we had on mm. the fly. I'd like so to give my – can I give myself an award? Can sure. I get two awards today? I'd like to give myself the most mailing costume of the night. Yeah, I, you know, I, I thought you were going to come. I thought you were going to come uh, as what you said you were going to be. Yeah, I didn't do that. Uh, more on that later. But I, I'd like to apologize to anyone out there who enjoys Halloween and, and has a high standard for themselves when it comes to costumes because I do not have a high standard for myself. And as someone who did not have a certified costume 
two hours before I, I just went as Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. You nailed it. Well, though. I think you have. Good... I looked just like him. People were like, "Holy shit, is yeah. that Cristiano Ronaldo?" He did before everybody got there. He did the celebration. I was like, "Oh, there he is." I did do okay. the. I did do the celebration. Can I give Randy the uh, the most valuable, uh, the MVP of the early part of the party? He was he was the preseason MVP. Randy brought a sewing machine to the party to sew Brett's blazer, and, Correct. and I learned two things at this what? point: one, that Machine Gun Kelly wears sewed blazers, yep. and two, that Randy knows how to sew. Yeah, Randy was a uh, about half an hour before the party. Dave, Randy was over there. Will was crushing a beer on the couch watching Sabers Devils, getting really into this goalie for the Devils, who or Sabers, who was dude, he was standing, standing on his head. head. That's hockey speak for playing well. And yeah. Randy was sewing uh, my blazer up. On my end table next to my Sewing couch. what uh, exactly? So MGK has a, a blazer that is uh, basically tucked. The Instead of going like the, the kind of the lapels, I guess you could call them. Instead of going down towards his thigh, they're tucked underneath. So the blazer kind of hits at the hip. Okay. I had a white blazer with the lapels just hanging down. And I needed them to be tucked. Oh, okay. Randy... Turns out has a sewing machine that can do just that. I so mean, what what can't he do? Right. So he came over with his friend Jason. Uh, they iced us, Will and I. Oh yeah, me too. Later on. Yep. Um, and then and then uh, sewed my blazer up. Yeah, Jason was a uh, uh, an old newsboy, right? And uh, instead of newspapers, he had a bag full of Smirnoff ice. And um, at one point, he just starts shouting in the middle of the party and runs over to me and hands it to me. Yep. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll drink this now. And I did, and I felt very bad the next day. Correct. See, I needed something to kickstart my night, and getting iced was literally the perfect thing for me. Yeah. I was, was I was feeling a little down. I was a little tired. Uh, and, and getting iced, was it, was it was a pleasant surprise. And I was like, you know what? I need an excuse to chug a drink right now because I'm, I'm entering this party with low energy. I'm not happy with myself. I got to figure it out. I also learned something at your party, Brett. I learned how to play a game called Stack Cup. Oh yeah, well, that was that was a lot of fun outside, huh? Y'all were getting after it outside, dude. That game's fun. It's oh. essentially speed quarters with just cups, <clears throat> correct? And yeah. increasing difficulty as it goes around. Yep. Part of the reason I liked this drinking game is because I didn't have to drink anything. Oh, you got lucky. I got lucky. Yeah. Well, yeah. you could some call it luck, some call it skill. That yeah. It, sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you you end up drinking like. 12 uh, sips of beer because you get a high stack mm -hmm. and that people just keep owning you. I, I, I felt good about my skills in that game. I yeah. very much enjoyed it. Good. I would That's say the, the Brett Merriman spooky monster ripper was a, a rousing success. Yeah, I think uh, it all went well. I think the, the decor, if I do say so myself, was pretty spooky. Pretty well done. I'd like the... Uh, yeah, I, I was really... Uh, I didn't notice it until later in the night, like how much... How much spider web was being uh, utilized? Correct. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of cobweb. It's like being a no doubt video. Did you no doubt? Did you leave it up? It's still up. Oh yeah, there's there's still a lot Good. of things that I have to clean up that I will be doing this afternoon. Did our uh, did our friend from the golf course ever show up? No, he didn't. Just just Jarrett. Come on, he, dude. he gave me a, he hit me with a yes in the RSVP too. Not even a maybe. So uh, probably didn't get back from the track till late. Yeah, probably. So. All in all, pretty uh, pretty good. I'll give you the MVP of the the postseason, uh, if you will, the late half of the party, to one Dan Register because Dan was on my couch with myself and Randy till two a.m. watching the end of the Zozo Championship uh, with Hideki Matsuyama because he had a substantial stack on that. Correct. So I knew exactly. I knew that was going to happen the minute he told me 
um, that he had money on Hideki. I was like, oh, that's on right now. And then I was like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna stick around here and watch it till the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sure did. Mm-hmm. Which was fun. Which was fine. We just kind of cleaned up, <laughs> and uh, Dan was on the couch. He would, but it was a significant margin, right? It was like, two strokes. Two strokes. Okay. So it was over Cam Tringali. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Dan was, I remember Dan just being like, fuck Tram, Cam Tringali. Yeah. Cam Tringali. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, I think the queso was a hit as well. I just want to put that out there. That was the last second decision. Was it Tostitos? No, it was uh, Velveeta. Okay. The classic Velveeta Rotel, the Texas. At any point, did you worry about uh, neighbors calling the police? No, I think it's because the neighbor below me. Has a bunch of spooky decor on their their balcony. Okay, and maybe the they want to next come up. to me. Is like our age. So as far as I can tell, I've never interacted with him. They get it. Yeah, they get it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I think all it, in all, a uh, good time. Yeah. The uh, the the stack cup or whatever y'all were playing out there was was quite rowdy. Yeah, was I rowdy. was expecting to get a call after that game. It was rowdy. Yeah. Hey, we got a new sponsor. Oh, really? New sponsor alert. There we go. Thank you oh, for doing that, good. Brett. I would say it might be better. Arguably. You know what's really awesome? Getting a new phone. Mm-hmm. Dylan got a new phone. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things about getting a new phone is being able to go buy new accessories for said phone. And guess what? With Nomad, you can do just that. Meet Nomad. They started as a Kickstarter project in 2012 with the goal of, goal of building ultra rugged and minimalist tools for the 21st century Nomad. And guess what? They've done just that. In the past nine years, they've expanded to offer a wide range of mobile accessories to fit any need. Nomad uses leather from the Horween Tannery in Chicago. Mm. Can you imagine using leather from literally anywhere else? Could not be me. Couldn't be me at all. Leather accessories develop a rich patina with time that look great, and it's completely new, unique to you. If you just got a new iPhone 13, Apple Watch, or you're thinking about getting one as soon as you, sh- or as like soon, you should really check out Nomad. They have some great-looking cases and bands. They've got stuff for pretty much everything out there that Apple makes. It's wonderful. Their cases have a 10-foot drop protection. So unless you're 11 feet tall, you're probably not going to like hmm. have to worry about too much. Sure. Are there any people out there that are 11 feet tall? Nope. Just but the skeletons that are in people's yards. I have some skeletons in my closet that might be that big. Ooh. Hey. Just kidding. Nomad has designed Apple Watch bands that look great in any environment, whether it's work, gym, happy hour, date night, discotheca, wherever it is. They offer convenient wireless charging solutions for your home, office, and bedroom with a suite of chargers for whatever mobile device you use, as well as Apple Watch and AirPods. Brett has recently gotten me on the wireless charging game, and I cannot thank him enough for that. I don't, have to, I don't have to go searching for the cord behind my, uh, my bedside table every night. Right. They call that MagSafe technology. It's amazing stuff. The crew at Nomad was tired of dealing with the flimsy charging cables that seemed to fall apart every few months. So they set out to engineer some of the most rugged and badass cables around, reinforced with a double braid Kevlar outer sheath and a strong metal alloy connector housing. Like what? No one's doing that. That seems like overkill, but I I love the fact that it's in fact overkill. And guess what? The holiday season's approaching, which Nomad Nomad could be a great gift for anybody. Can I point one thing out too while you're there, Will? Yeah. Uh. They literally say in the copy that the leather Nomad uses smells amazing. Yeah. Can confirm. Can confirm. Nomad is and always will be a company that prioritizes design and quality over everything else. One of the most important aspects to them when designing new products is that they use the highest quality, longest lasting materials available. They design all their concepts from the ground up, 
rather than white labeling existing products. Check out Nomad at nomadgoods.com slash steam to see what living the nomad life is all about. That's nomadgoods.com slash steam. N-O-M-A-D-G-O-O-D-S dot com slash steam. Your boy had a big day yesterday. Yeah, um, a lot of people had a big day yesterday, according to my uh, Instagram, and I'm, I'm, I feel pretty left out. And this is only my fault because I, I had offers to go, and I did not. Mm. But um, you had a good time. Everybody had a good time. Great race. Uh, him, our guy didn't pull it out at the end, my guy. But um, that's okay. I saw the, the rain in the morning scared me a little bit. It wasn't rainy. It was foggy, right? Yeah, it was more just kind of foggy. And honestly, the reason people were praying for no rain out there was because it was already pretty warm. Mm. And if there was rain, it was just going to create a very steamy environment. Got it. But I went out to the uh, Circuit of the Americas, COTA, as they call it. How was the ride out? For the F1 race. Honestly, the ride out was pretty easy. You had your regular bottlenecks that you have in any Austin traffic scenario when you're going to the airport. But getting in uh, was not as bad. It it wasn't as bad as you would think it would be. But we also went very early compared to what we we could have done. We we left at 9. So we didn't really have to worry too much about that. Uh, I was amped up yesterday. I watched the women's race. It was the final race of the season that decided the champion. No shit. What channel is that on? It wasn't on a channel. It was just, I just oh, watched oh, it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I've never seen that on TV. They all drive the same car, which I thought was interesting. That's the way it should be. Level the playing field. Wow. Can't have all these guys, these souped up cars out there. Let's, let's find out who the real driver is. I, I originally was not going to go to F1, uh, but I got an offer that I could not refuse. One of my friends had some tickets. He offered me one, and I was like, you know what? Let's do it. You were into F1 before a lot of people. De- certainly me. You, it was you, and then Dylan got into it as well. I, yeah. And I basically got forced into it. It was either that or just shut up during whenever you guys were talking about it on the pod. So uh, I did what most people are doing and, and got into the Netflix original Drive to Survive. I originally got into F1 like 10 years ago when uh, I was sending race recaps to one of my friends who was living out of the country, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And I kind of took a couple years off, didn't really, didn't really follow it too much. I kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a big learning curve, especially before uh, Drive to Survive existed. Like I, going out and finding all that information about the drivers, like doing everything, it was much harder to get into the sport. And now that Drive to Survive exists, it's just incredibly easy. Yeah, it is the perfect solution to the loading phase, which makes us think that maybe we need a circling back Netflix documentary. What would it would it be Drive to Survive? Would it be? Uh, we're gonna have to workshop some names. No, it would be something dumb like oh, like oh, what all ye faithful, and then it'd come out at Christmas time. And okay, you thought about this, yeah? He clearly has. There's a marketing strategy I have. I knew that F1 was going to be huge this weekend in Austin. It was obviously going to be huge either way, but I knew it was going to be next level because I went out Friday night, and everywhere just had a bunch of uh, like rich dudes who were very mediocre looking. And all of these rich dudes who were very mediocre looking were walking into restaurants with uh, uh, women who I will say are out of their league unless they are uh, very younger. rich. Yeah, it was, it was a very funny dynamic to watch, to people watch from afar, and I truly couldn't get enough of it. Man, the people watching it like the Wu Chow bar had to have been just amazing. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> any, any celebs in town? Anybody notable? Uh, noted uh, gossip 
Instagram account Dumois. I think the only reason that you and I are familiar with this, Dave, is because of our wives. But they, they noted Certainly. that uh, Serena Williams, who I think is the GOAT, sure. uh, was eating at Matt's El Rancho. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's I would good. like to know her order. That's I, a good. That would be a fun sighting because I want to see like how much of a little bitch I look like next to her. Right. Yeah. She could beat me up. Easily. Like, Matt's El Rancho must have been a disaster probably. this weekend. Wait, somebody, somebody tried to go Friday. Um, was it Klein? No, somebody tried well, to Klein go. Klein went. I don't know how. Klein, no, set. they pivoted. They oh. went, and then they ended up going to someplace over here in West. It was Klein. He tried to go at 8 o'clock, and it was a two-hour wait. Which, yeah. the, dude, what are they doing? Even without you F1 in to. town, you can't go 8 o'clock, Matt's, and not expect to wait 90 minutes. 8 o'clock might be the time when it starts to, the, the I think first wave 7, 7.15 is the time when your wait is the longest. I feel like by 8, you might start being on the decline. The intern decline. Ha. That was good. Uh, Rory was here. I didn't, I didn't see, he didn't hit me up about going to the race or anything. For F1? What, yeah. Okay. For F1. I did not see noted uh, F1 influencer uh, Formula Bone out at the race, unfortunately. We had we were in different spots. So being out there, this isn't a place where, like, if you and Jay Bone wanted to meet up and he's on the other side, like, it's not e- it's not easy to – it's not like you walk over a concourse and you're mm-hmm. there. It's one of the weirder – it's, like, one of the weirder live events to go to because, you know, there's really no like, – I mean, there's no stoppages unless there's an accident or something, but there were none yesterday. It was a very clean race. And so even though the race started at 2 p.m., I was home with my son at 4.55 p.m. last night. How long does the race take? Uh, it was 56 laps. That's really impressive. It was, it, it, was, it was very easy. As someone who waited for about an hour and a half for an Uber after a Sturgill concert at the same venue, I uh, don't know how you made it home so quickly. It was wonderful. Uh, I will say I was amazed by – I guess they recently did a poll, and I, I guess Max Verstappen has officially surpassed uh, Lewis Hamilton in terms of popularity. And points. And if you watched it out there, the crowd was so into him compared to Lewis. Every uh, Where we were sitting what, – What's the, the draw? He's not He's not charismatic. I mean, I know Lewis isn't necessarily, but like – it's not like he's just some – Verstappen? Kind of, yeah. The, wow, I think the draw dude. is that Lewis was so dominant for so long. He's just a different dude. That now we have someone new that's sure. challenging him for once. He's young. He's good looking. He's on a hip team. Okay. But he, he, he already said he's not doing the next season of Drive to Survive. Verstappen? Yeah. He's, so he's just going to be like in the show and not yeah, part of it? He's, he's out of it. He's not doing it. That seems weird. Um, I, I immediately want to like attack him for that, but I bet that. I bet it's very easy to lose focus if, if I'm you're hit- doing that. Like, like uh, you think about like if the when the the tour, the PGA Tour is doing something like this. I don't know to what they level. Should like think about like if in Tiger's prime, there's no way Tiger's giving him that access. Correct. No, because he's too like, much of a serial killer. I'll, well, allegedly, I will give like why did once you get to the track, access granted. When I leave, you're we're out. Who's the other right? Red Bull driver? Chico Perez. Perez. Will he will he be giving them access? I don't know. Okay. All I know is that Verstappen came out and said, nah. Hey, if you're the uh, the folks over at Haas Racing, what are you doing? Why do you, like, why do you pay millions of dollars to come in last every race? It's the American way, man. Oh, it's they the are American the, they the lone American, the American team, way. And there's no American driver, so it's like you can't even market that. It's just the, these like millions upon millions of dollars to come and last every weekend. The, the amount of money that goes through F one is just that's part of the reason that I'm so intrigued by it because it's just insane. If you look at the like the wings in front of the car, if you get a damaged wing that you can't use anymore, that's five hundred thousand dollars out the door. 
we looked it up yesterday. It was like, oh yeah, it's between four and five hundred thousand dollars for new. Like, I mean, I'm probably using terrible uh, terms for these things. I don't, I don't know what they're called. Red Bull. Did yeah, I don't, wings? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. The front of the car. Oh, the, the front. Red, of the yeah, through the little. Oh, okay. The wheel little, little, little protectors. Thing. Dude, um, F1 dudes are just sitting at their desk right now, just punching air. What the fuck? I'm sure they'll let us know. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, but t- dude, you're the, you and Dylan are the F1 dudes to me. So if y'all aren't right, then I don't know who it is, man. I don't I, I, trust. I don't care enough about F1 to like get down to like the nitty gritty of like learning the different parameters for the cars and and stuff like that. It's just it doesn't interest me on that level. Why? But I just want to see them going off on yachts in Monaco and stuff. Right. With with DRS specifically, why don't you just like use that all the time because you have to be Can't within a certain it. range of the driver in front of you in order one, to use it and they have certain zones that you can use it in one second or less thank you for asking a question that i actually know the answer to instead of a question that i have to punt on and get yeah. get ridiculed by some anonymous account can i ask a question about uh the guy who i feel like is maybe that was their most marketable this weekend yes ricciardo ricardo Ricardo, Ricciardo. He was, the, he was the hat guy, right, all weekend? He was wearing yeah, the cowboy hat. He they, seems like he's down to do bits. He, he is. He I think he's PMT. smart. I think he's smart, and he knows that if there's one way to to impress people, especially in Texas, it's by just leaning into the whole Texas thing. And he did an entire interview with a Texas accent. Oh, that was pretty. It was pretty funny. It was. I, it was entertaining. I think that he's a, a little too much, and I think I've said before that he puts out the vibe of a dude who uh, has never had someone in his squad not laugh at his jokes. Like, they're just obligated to because they're in his squad. Yes Hyper-famous. Yeah. Yeah. And so it gets a little old, but honestly, when they were doing the driver parade yesterday before the race and he was there getting interviewed and he was wearing a uh, UT basketball jersey tucked into some jeans with a giant belt and a cowboy hat on, I was like, you know what? I, I can flex a little bit right now and I can actually like Ricardo instead of hating on him like I normally do. Okay. He, he did impress me. He won me over a little bit. Okay. He had a little beef, right, with uh, signs? Uh, yesterday? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, it was hard. Cause like maybe we, a bad pass or something. They play all the audio. So if, if you've ever thought about how they do an F1 race, it's, it's confusing. Cause it's like, well, what you get to see one turn. Like how, how exciting can that be? They have TV screens that they show the, the TV coverage on, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And then they absolutely blast the audio from the television coverage Really? At the track. So you have you have the intel the entire time. So we knew that with three laps left, Lewis might be – he might have caught uh, Verstappen. And so they, like we actually understood what was going on. If, if, if they didn't have that audio pumping in, you'd just be completely lost the entire time. I'm imagining a like a football game where you're watching a Cowboys game and Tony – you can – like Tony Romo's audio from CBS is just blaring throughout the stadium. It's, like, so it's just uh, incoherent Jim, rambling. Jim. It's the one sport where I think it's an absolute necessity to have like in in game. Yeah, because you can't you can't yeah. see everything, and it, like you don't know when people are pitting. You don't know anything. Like sometimes people would come around and be like, "Wait, what happened there, dude?" At one point, and I I, I guess this doesn't happen at every stop, but like. It's in the middle of the race, actually toward the end of the race, and I'm watching, and all like they just cut from it, and like, hey, there's Ben Stiller, <laughs> and they just show Ben Stiller, and then Shouts they go to back ben. to, like, that's it. You're like, okay, yeah, it was Ben Stiller. That's Dude, we cool. got some George Lucas yesterday. They did show, they showed the Lucas. Really? I wonder. And Shaq, somebody, uh, Shaq got a lot of play. Somebody rented out uh, Shouts to Fix, my favorite spot. Somebody bought out Fix from two o'clock on Saturday to close. Love that. And I, I, want, I need to know who. I can't believe you didn't get, like, the low-key... Like, I'm surprised they didn't give oh, you, like, I, a uniform that you could have gone and put on to, like, just be at Fix and not have to worry about it. You anything. need to get the scoop from your, uh, I'll get the scoop. your contact. Yeah, there. please I get have, the intel. I will get the scoop. Uh, at this point, it's it's just 
contacts. I basically worked there, Dave. If 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 you're a listener and you ever are intrigued, like interested in going to an F1 race, I highly recommend you try to go to one, whether it's the one in Austin or if they're going to Miami next year or the year after, whenever they're supposed to go to Miami. Try to go to a race. It's really, I, really cool. So I, I heard that this weekend a lot, is that like, ooh, Austin's maybe not going to have an F1 race anymore. If you're F1 and you see 400,000 people come to Austin for the weekend and it like goes relatively smoothly, why would you not just put Austin on the calendar every year? It was and maybe have two US races. It, it, and honestly, like being out there, it was one of the most positive experiences I've ever been at a giant live event like that. There was yeah. no like the, I I saw zero people who were too drunk. I saw zero people who were like getting chippy or having a bad time. Everybody was just pumped up and like having an enjoyable time. I saw no like riffraff going on. There it was great. He wasn't no there? fights. No, I saw nothing bad happen. Like out a, there. okay. Is Riff Raff still alive? I don't know. Billy Joel did the fr- uh, Saturday performance after qualifying. I didn't stick around for Cool in the Gang yesterday. Billy Joel mm. did it performed. Yeah. Holy shit! He's the piano man. Yeah, I'm familiar. That's a, that's, a, that's a big get. Billy Billy Joel. Billy freaking Joel. We like. Uh, I love Green Day. If if the Merriman Spooky Monster Bash was not happening, downtown would have been a great place to just like post up. And, yeah. So he was walking around. Did yeah. you do can did you I, do your spot this weekend? Your your membership spot? I didn't do anything this weekend besides what? go to F one and get drunk. Did you not go f- to the bar? No. And see who was like who was there? There, there? I don't think there's like celebrities. I don't think celebrities are going out this weekend. I think it's more just like the rich people who just follow F one races around. There's, it was like a it was a cool thing for people to be wearing like gear from other countries. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I would have crushed in my Slovenian national jersey. But this is like from F1 races in other countries. They have like special hats for every city, and so you'd see people wearing one from like wherever it w- may be. So, um, like, go ahead, Brett. I, I'm, so I'm just there's F1 groupies mm-hmm. that travel the world and watch every race. Probably that's crazy. You got to be loaded to do it. Oh yeah. Can I say that? Um, uh, you you mentioned going out like and posting up on West Six or wherever downtown. So I've been to West Six a couple times in the last month, and uh, I think the pandemic has finally done it. I think it, uh, even though we're we're back to normal ish for the most part here, I think it is. It, I'm officially aged out of it. No, I, I'm officially. Oh, like, I am, dude. Sitting at Star Bar was a lot of fun because of the group we were with, but looking around and seeing like all these, what I assume to be were were UT kids in their in their burnt orange polos, like clearly just came from the game. Um, dejected, might I add, and just like hanging out, I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't need to be here. Cause Star Bar and, and these other bars on West Six, that's the reason you go to West Six is because you're not running into these kids. And it's not that they're assholes; some of them are, but it's just that I feel like they're looking at me like I used to look at older guys at the bar and be like, oh, what's what's this guy doing? Yeah, what's he think he's doing? I felt Damn, old. I felt dude. old. The only reason I was there is because we were hanging out with Duda and stuff. But I did feel old the entire time we were there, really? and I love that area. Uh, Woodrow's, I, I will never give up on Woodrow's. I will continue to go to Woodrow's. But Parlor, Parlor's done. Par, I can't oh, Parlor's go, done. I'm what not going into Parlor. Rustic. Rustic's you get away fun. with Rustic. Rustic's fun. Rustic attracts a different clientele because I think they kind of, it's, it's a little bit more low-key. Where it's like, yeah. hey, sit out here by this fire pit and listen Super to this, uh, this guy playing the guitar. So it's a little bit more chill. They also have the LSU bar thing to, to go with where you just get LSU fans there, and, and I, I fuck with I'm LSU tired. fans. I don't mind that. That's a, that's a fun fan base to hang out with. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I don't, I don't mean to bring it down, but that, I kind of had that feeling, and I, I didn't like it because, I was, again, I'm not like as old as Dylan. You know what's gaining in popularity, though, for folks that are older, like yourselves, 
is the okay. the Thank offshoot you. bars right off of sixth for yeah, like bees knees for example still too old i feel like no that bees knees is like you can be like oh 60. trust me as someone who went to bees knees a month ago i am definitely too old for that bar really yeah i felt intimidated i think you guys just need more self-confidence i think you're maybe right on that front as well but like also i'm old i don't feel i don't feel old you don't um, look old i don't feel like i look that old um, I probably dress younger than I am, um, but that being said, that scares me more because then if they realize that I am in my my mid to late thirties, and they're like, "Oh, oh, cool, trying to be young. What are you trying to do, man? Trying yeah. to find a a college girl or something?" I'm like, no, I'm just just here with Duda. Yeah, I'm just chilling with Duda. He is the wolf of Wall Street. He is the wolf. True. I think also True. Dirty has he is Jordan Belfort in popularity. Wouldn't know, and we'll never find out. Correct. I think Dirty's gotten. Dirty's kind of jumping the shark a little bit, so people are moving to Where did Cool Adam go post? Because he left a little bit early. He had something to to do. He he, he didn't dress up like Pitbull to hang out with a bunch of 35-year-olds. He dressed up like Pitbull to go absolutely mob. Just the best best, uh, skullcap, bald guy wig I've ever seen. It Mm -hmm. just nailed it. It looked real. It looked like he was about to go go as Carl Havoc and go take someone's tray. It's a joke for Will, not for (laughs) Brett, because Brett doesn't enjoy the show. Sorry, Brett. Can we hear from our friends over at Trade Coffee? (laughs) We get almost everything delivered to us these days. Why should coffee be any different? Let Trade bring the best coffee right to your front door. Trade's goal is to make every cup of coffee your best ever. The journey of the perfect cup starts with taking their coffee quiz. I actually very much enjoyed taking this quiz. You use a French press, automatic drip, cold brew person. Me, I'm an AeroPress guy, and I didn't think they were going to have that option. Spoiler alert, they had it. No problem. Your answers will allow Trade to pair it with your perfect or to pair you with the perfect coffee to fit your taste. So the coffee that I got in the mail is actually perfect for an AeroPress. Imagine that. Yeah, Tra- count me up for the cold brew. Trade will match your match you to coffees you love from over 400-plus craft coffees, and they will send you a freshly roasted bag as often as you'd like. Trade guarantees that you'll love your first match, and which I did, they were right. And on the off chance that you don't, they'll replace it with a different bag for free. You can give feedback as you sip, and as your preferences evolve, your coffee matches will too. You can feel good about each cup since trade partners with 55 or more than 55 small U.S.-based roasters who are committed to ethical and sustainable sourcing. I, taking the quiz was actually enjoyable. I like going through my habits and kind of putting them under a microscope and seeing where I can make some moves. I was like, do I need to become a drip guy? Like, do I need to start doing some kind of a French press, that kind of thing? Experimentation is nice. But for our listeners right now, Trade is offering your first bag free and $5 off your bundle at checkout. To get yours, go to drinktrade.com steam and use promo code steam. Take the quiz to start your journey to the perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com steam, promo code steam for your first bag free and $5 off your bundle. Enjoy. Uh, Randy, can you toss something on the screen for me? I've been having some issues lately. Uh, I don't have the Facebook app on my phone because I think it listens to me. And uh, one of the old one of the old man things that I have on my phone is the next door app, and I do get notifications for the next door app just in huh. case something goes haywire in my neighborhood. As of late, uh, I've been seeing a lot of things I don't like on my next door app. I don't know what I'm looking at it's right just... now, David. You're looking at a photo. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're not, whatever. Thanks for listening on whatever Throw you're listening on. Throw it up on, on the story. But, um, it's a Chihuahua in a spider costume. And I got an alert to my phone, and it, it was kind of concerning because when you get an alert from next door, I always think, okay, something in the neighborhood's going south. Sure. Um, 
This said, this simply said spider identification. Does anyone know what kind of spider this could be? Oh, this is cute. It Mega tried to cute. bite and didn't know, and I didn't know if it was poisonous or not. Thank you. And it's a chihuahua dressed as a spider. Let me say that this costume is absolutely bad. It's not a good spider <clears throat> costume. Like, it's not, it's just, it, it looks homemade. It looks like Randy sewed it up. So Why is the spider wearing boots is my question. It's 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 great just, question. It's, yeah, I don't know. It, Dude, I like the people we're doing bits on next door. Well, there's a, there's a part of me that wants to embrace the people because uh, I don't want like bad things to happen on my next door. But there's also a part of me that's like, all right, why are we muddying the waters of an already muddy app with a bunch of bits that we're doing? Do you want to hear some of the cringe responses that people gave as to what kind of spider this was when they were trying to identify it? I, please. Someone said. Oh, yes, the Chihuahua spider. Very dangerous. Okay, no. that's not creative at all. Not that, at all. That actually sucks. Someone said it's a Garantula. Better than the other one. Still sucks. Okay. Uh, what if someone said it was a, a uh, beneficial garden chider? Simply beautiful. Um, oh, so what they've done here is they've taken the CH from Chihuahua and the Eider from Spider and combined them. Um, that is not good, and that also sucks. Uh, Greg said, either a daddy short legs or a black waggy tailor. Only dangerous if they bite you on the ankle. Lost me on the second one. The first one wasn't terrible. Uh, mm -hmm. Daddy short legs, okay. You're not gonna. You're not gonna bring down the house. Um, you're not gonna open for Chappelle with the with that line. But uh, the 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 second one was really bad and it sucked. Uh, Sandra, who appears to be appears to be about uh, 72 years old, said it's a doggy rantula. Yeah, so someone said it's a ranchula. Someone said it's a wolf spider. Not bad. See, that would be I think funny. wolf That's spider might be the best one yet. Like they might well, actually get a reaction from them, me. Give it their first name. Uh, shouts to Mary, who does not have a profile photo. I, I, I oh, it's red flag. Yeah, That's I just what, don't know if Mary knows how to actually upload one. Oh, by the way, should we be applauded for not doing the red flag thing on Twitter? We should. Or did we even? Did we do? Did it we do one? Should we do? Should we do one today? Yeah, we like oh today would God. be a perfect time to do it. Uh, the last ones that I'll read from this are the dogus hatus embarrasses, very common oh, in colder months. Uh, Latin. Do you get it? Because it hates being embarrassed and it's embarrassed by its costume. Yeah, you you um, your dog is now being exploited. The wolf spider. That's just what Dylan thinks wolf spiders are called. And uh, Randy, I sent you another one from my next door that I'm not happy about, and I want you guys' opinion on this. Will just hates Halloween. No, this is this is just stupid. I got an alert to my phone that said gang activity, and I was like, well, that's interesting because I don't live in a part of town that seems to have a lot of gang activity. It said, saw these intimidating oh adolescents God. just loitering on someone's yard, and it's just a couple deer. A couple bucks. Yeah, take out the, the muzzle loader, am I right? Whew. But, like, do we need to, like, alert everyone? On the, Outdoors, like, Brett. There gone. are tens of thousands of people probably that have the next door app in my neighborhood. And And – only two whitetail like that. If I holy shit! But like now I'm getting That's alerts to my phone, bot. which leads me to believe that uh, you know thousands of other people are getting alerts to their phone that says gang activity, and then you open it up and it's just a couple a couple whitetailed deer. Do you think people thought that Aaron was in town back on his gang shit <laughs> <laughs> from Bachelor in Paradise fame? Correct. Yeah, a very niche reference. But are they going to bring him in for uh, for the new season that, for that Michelle? Really, I really hope not. I hope to not see him on the franchise again, but we will. He has slowly turned into one of my favorite people on the entire franchise. Uh, that that uh, sucker on the left there—that's a—that's an older deer. Look at you can see the white around his eyes. I mean, he's a, he's he's seen some shit. Yeah, he's probably dead Good now. Rack. Jesus, probably dead. Somebody probably went over there in, in the dark of night with a with a bow and and took him poaching. 
Is it bow season? Uh, I you can't hunt in the city limits, can you? I would I would imagine you can't uh, discharge a firearm within thirty feet of somebody's house. Yeah, probably. that would be a dangerous uh, shot. Since yeah. it's, since it's fall semester at a lot of colleges, it's actually bows and toes season. It's a hazing reference, Brett. You ever been um, bows and toes? No. This Dude, guy. I you put a bottle cap under your elbow. See how you like it. I is that what they do? I don't want to do that. Uh, I, I that think sounds it's, terrible. It's been done. I know that. We, you know, hypothetically never did such a thing. Yeah, because you're a non-hazing fraternity. No, don't believe in that. <clears throat> Should I just not stop mentally hating on the dorks in my next door group and and start embracing the fact you know that we, we are living in... I'm living in an area that... that is more conducive to bits than it is to actual bad things happening. Am I just yeah, being a you, Debbie Downer? You are. You need to. Cap. You need to be happy with that. You're at. People will just do bits instead of like getting their car broken into and posting about it. Um, I kind of just want to comment on the spider dog and just be like, guys, you think can, of a better response. We can do much better stuff than this. Outside of wolf spider, like the other ones just aren't creative enough. You should for shame me. everyone. Say, look, all of you, you need to take a look in the mirror, put down the phone, and be ashamed of yourselves. Um, next door is the last in my open my phone, go through apps rotation. It's it's usually Twitter, Instagram, um, pop in on our Discord, and then it's somewhere down the you line. You check the weather, Dave. I know you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Especially when it's when I know that there's a cold front going to blow through in the next few days. Is there a social oh, network that's like that's like weather based? Like if there's an app that brings us together via weather. I don't think so. Did you just come up with an idea? You might have. We might have to cut this part out. Because like, you guys are weather. You guys are certified weather boys. We're weather boys. I turn, to, I turn to you guys when I need, when I need some weather intel. Um, I can tell you, the one thing we don't need right now is a bunch of amateurs trying to dissect the climate and uh, tell people, warn people about oncoming, you know, storms and whatnot. Uh, Twitter is already. If you know where to look in Twitter, yeah, whether Twitter is real, dude, and it's, it's we would great, have we'd you know. have sixty-seven-year-old Jerry posting from the golf course, being like, "Oh, we got some golf ball-sized hail out here." Hundred percent. Oh, this one's got a Pro V One label on it. Hundred percent. It wouldn't last. It would get ruined. I don't even know what you call. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a pun for the name of this weather social network. Mm. Yeah, that's accumulation. Good beer. Good beer. Good beer. They did change the packaging. Really? I'm not going to be too critical of it because uh, I, I do know someone that works in, in that department over there. At New Belgium? Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to be too critical of it, but uh, bring back the old packaging. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to see him very soon, and I'm going to ask him what happened. Not very happy hmm. about it. No, I like this idea. But, again, if you are in a severe weather region, and many people are, you need to find, like, the, um, the, the niche – Weather bloggers who, ha who like will tweet out data in real time before it gets to like your 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 news guy, your you know your weatherman on the news. Sure. And so you can know stuff way earlier, and they get more into the weeds. So if you're if you kind of fancy yourself to be a weather nerd, like I think Rhett and I do, um, it's it's fun. It's yeah. like living here. It's great because you know severe weather season is is upon us. Right. It's fall. Got to be careful. Got a cold front blowing through this week. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gross outside today. Just yep. downright nasty. Yep. I, I like to watch uh, at this point. I like I like live storm chases. It's so fun. Yeah, I mean, there used to be. Where a, do you watch them? Uh, you just have to know where to look. Yeah, that's that. Jeff Petrowski. Yeah, Jeff Petrowski's great. But yeah, he's, you, he'll you, go. He goes to every hurricane. Never miss. I a need hurricane. you guys to be better about dropping stuff in the group text when you see it going off. Are you, I, I do. Know, but I feel like nobody cares. Yeah. You probably put it in the group text that you guys have for like video games. 
that I'm not a part of. Brett's not in that. Yeah, I'm not in that. Surprised he's not. I, um, like the, I don't, I don't even out. have a console, Will. There used to be a page, and maybe it's back up, but it, you, it was a map of the United States, and it had these little dots, and they were color-coded. And it would show, and that was every registered storm chaser in the country. So when there was an outbreak, you would go to it, and you could see if you if it was green, for example, that means they're live on YouTube. On a platform, or, really? And you could click it and watch there. Yeah, and it was badass because you could watch different parts of the same storm. You could go, you know, West Virginia, then be in Central Texas. Yeah. You could do whatever you wanted. What happened to said page? It sounds phenomenal. I don't know. Mm. Last time I tried it, it was uh, not working. Probably, probably became pretty difficult to manage. That's tough. Yeah, unless you're, uh, if you're manually doing it, especially. Think like Snap Map. Snap Map. But for weathers. Weather and weathers. Snap Map was a problem. Why? When oh. it first came out, people didn't know that it was like, you know, some Probably. people didn't know that they had activated it. Oh, that you were like, and so you map? could just see where people were at all times. And like, I mean, as someone who checked it the morning after going out one night, there were some people that did not sleep at their houses. Ooh. And I was just laughing. I was like, okay, this is great. Ooh. This is great content right now. I'm not going to call them out, but I'm going to laugh about this behind their back for a little bit. I don't think I've. I, I don't even have Snapchat on my phone. I deleted it. Did you I, know? I should be applauded for deleting. We can wait for breaking news. Randy dropped a mid podgram again. Dude, stop doing He does this strategically. Wow. You can't get mad at him. Yeah. He's the Graham King. Wow. wow. Did he do it to it him? It says here, if you ain't talking money, I don't want to talk. Hashtag Cole's Cash. I guess I'll like it. If you ain't talking money, I don't oh. want to talk. Is that a lyric from something, Randy, or did you just come up with that? What's it from? Billy Joel song? Piano Man? Tell me this. Did you go inside Coles in your Coles Cast T-shirt? He did not. How did you not do that? Like a scholarship they might like crouch surf you like around the aisles and stuff, or couch surf you. Wow. Does Coles have furniture? I don't know. I've never been in a Coles. Really? Well, I think I've been in one, but I think it was in a mall. Do they have mall Coles, Randy, or do they just stand alone? They apparently have mall Coles. Who would be more excited to see the person doing said bit, Randy at Coles or Arby's with me walking in with the Arby shirt? It's no longer huge because I put on 35 pounds. I feel like muscle. Arby's you could get, like, if you could get a social media savvy person in an Arby's. Would they more easily curly than, fries? Yeah. More easily than Randy at a Coles. Do Might we, do Arby's do we need, I was going to say, do we need to go to Arby's soon? Because I, we've mentioned them a couple times over the last few episodes, and it's gotten me real H for some Arby's. I don't I, think I've, I've ever be, been H for Arby's. I have. I, talked I have. I used to get their French dip all the time. Ajou? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Who didn't know what Aju was? Was that Dylan? Probably Dylan. Dylan's on culture no ass. <laughs> he called it Ajus. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I had this Ajus. No, somebody did that, and I, because he's not here to defend himself. It was Dylan. It's, it's <laughs> one of those things when they when someone says something incorrectly, and then you try to wait like three sentences before you say it, so that they can hear that they said it incorrectly, and you give them time to recover. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like it, we, it happens on here quite a bit, probably. Probably. <laughs> hey, did you know this asshole's drinking Red Bull? Yeah, what's your problem? Uh, blame Dan Register again for this. Why, did he bring Red Bulls yes, over? Yes, he brought Red Bulls over. So instead of going to get Celsius, because I'm out of my Amazon what? subscription Celsius from the store this morning, I just used Red Bulls. That were my I pantry. figured Dan would bring Bang Energy. Well, I don't even know why he brought Red Bulls. What do you, you know, What's he trying to do? We're just, uh, we're just stay up and watch Hideki. We're just drinking Svedka, Svedka Bangs over at Brett's apartment. <clears throat> I did do a Red Bull vodka that night, thanks to Dan. 
I'm so glad it wasn't in the punch because you know the only thing that makes me puke is mixing Red Bull with alcohol. Really? Yeah, it's you happened could... the last two times I've done it. Huh. I don't think there was enough alcohol in the punch, if I'm being honest. I think we could have stepped it up. There was a bottle of vodka, Bill. I know. I, I, when I got home that la- on Saturday, I didn't even feel that buzzed. Really? Yeah. That's I take offense to that because I, that's on me. I think it that's had more to do with like that. I I was kind of you know when you're hungover, it's kind of harder to get over the hill of like the hangover and get into drunk territory again. That's where I was. Okay, unless yeah. you just shampoo effect, which I went to brunch on Sunday. I was wondering and, what your uh, Sunday looked like. It was it was uh, two double mimos at breakfast or brunch, and then a couple beers watching football. Okay. I was a little worried about the state of your apartment the next morning and how how many days it might be before it gets cleaned up. Today's the day. So yesterday was a I punted on yesterday. Did you did you happen to watch uh, some NFL football while drinking said beers, Brett? I sure did. Because another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just one dollar on any NFL game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943. Yeah, it's a, it's a nil-nil tie. During the wall. So I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code WASHED. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code WASHED this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Again, 1-800-GAMBLER. DJ Collins in the news cycle right now. What is he doing? Why would you why why did he post this? And why did I get sent this five times in five different group texts? I didn't see it until you showed it to me this morning. But so if, the family of Bob Marley, the late the great Bob Marley. Yeah. Sends him a guitar. I don't know if it was a, one that Bob actually played. I the way they talk about it, it, it was maybe. Um they send him a guitar. And he's like, hey, we got to roll on this. I'm going to read the nice note that the family sends. And um, then I'm going to play said guitar. And uh, do we do we need to play it on the show? Like, or on here? Uh, what, how how he played it? Yeah, do we need to give him a little taste? Give we me a could. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, give me a sec. I'll, I'll run it through the phone. Okay. But you're going to... Is it surprising that he... I know he is a producer of hip-hop and R&B. But as a producer, well, is he even a producer? He's a DJ. Uh, I don't know how he's... He's many things, David. I don't know what his producing chops are, like uh, if he's actually in the studio. But a lot of producers, even if it's not... What, Randy? Randy just... Randy scoff left right there. He says he's the best music. Okay. He needs a best. Uh, no, I don't understand, how, I don't understand how, how, he, how he, like, is so famous. Well, okay. DJ that's... Khaled? No, but I, I understand because bangers come out, but like, it, does he actually do anything? Is, is he actually producing the songs that he's doing? Yes. Is there an entire generation of musicians, and I, I like quote unquote musicians, 
uh, that only know how to do things on a computer at this point and have no clue how to actually play an instrument. One million percent. Th- that, if, it if, surprised me that he didn't even know the, like, I mean, let me just play it. He didn't know how to play one chord. This is just him after they read the nice note from the family. Again, this is a Bob Marley guitar sent from the family of Bob Marley. And here is DJ Khaled giving it a few strummeroos. This is a man who's never picked up a guitar in his life. Dude, he killed that. Correct. Uh, Like, not even, you know, most, I feel like most people, not most people, most people in the music industry could pick up a guitar and maybe play, like, a few chords. Or at least know how to strum. Posty can. Oh, he's a good guitar player, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to act like I don't love DJ Khaled songs. Like, I, I do love them a lot. There was a time in my life where, like, I think in everyone's life in here, when uh, All I Do Is Win, when that came on, you were you were going off. No sure. matter what. It's just, it, I, I love when uh, when a, a deceased legend's family reaches out and sends a guitar, and then I just, I just uh, do some kind of bad bit on it and record it and put it out there for people. Yeah, no, that's, that, you just, you just take it and take it away. Thank you. Just get to be like, look, yeah, I don't really know how to play, but I'm going to learn. At least lie to us. Be like, I'm going to learn how to play this guitar. You're going to hear the next uh, Bieber Chance the Rapper song I'm yelling on. I'm going to be in the background strumming a little bit, playing some G, C, and D. Who is Bieber? Like, I, for me, I love it when I hear Bieber on a uh, on a DJ college track. Yeah, they're, they're normally all, pretty they're good. Bangers. They're yeah. normally pretty good. Because he's got I'm the one, no brainer. When no brainer came out, I was like, okay. Song in the summer. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely in there. Um, I, I think that he gets a lot of criticism and I don't, I don't know if it's just or not because I feel like I'm tainted by people criticizing him for not doing anything and just screaming at the beginning of songs. You know what else he got criticized for? His jet skiing? No, maybe that. His takes on, um, giving, um, oral sex to women. He said it's not necessary. He says he doesn't do it. He's, and he's very adamant about it. Like he's, oh. I, I think he was almost disgusted at the thought. So he's just, he's just, and whatever he he's ch- just looking at it. Sure, naughty. That's what you're doing. Okay. Maybe he didn't want a scar on his face. Goodness. <laughs> Those are I the don't two, know. What are you a doing? A lot of references. Those here. are the two movie references we can make. Okay. Well, I, I'm just saying that he got a lot of blowback for that. What he chooses to do or not to do behind closed doors with uh, consenting people. That's up to him, as long as everybody's having fun. But it was just an interesting stand. I was like, that's the hill you're going to die on, huh? What did he? Would Bob Marley be excited if he knew that a guitar was getting sent in his name to <laughs> DJ Khaled? That's the question I have. Like, I, 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 think, I think if Bob Marley saw me listening to his music on the way uh, to work, he'd be like, okay, this isn't what I don't want. Uh, I don't want this dork listening to it. Let me tell you this. This is what got him in trouble. DJ Khaled said he expects oral but won't return the favor because there are different rules for men. Okay. That Well, that's just a terrible take. Yeah, DJ. <laughs> what are you doing, DJ? He's playing the guitar poorly. That What he did with that guitar is 10 times worse than anything that was done on your next door app. Do you and remember that, when he got lost on the, the jet ski? The chider. You guys know so much more about DJ Khaled than I do. The best single thing to ever happen on Snapchat, and I, I will maintain, I will reiterate this. It's the best single thing to ever happen on Snapchat is when he got lost on a jet ski. 
I think his jet ski ran out of gas or it didn't have any power and he couldn't get around anywhere. So he was just stranded in the middle of a large body of water in Miami, just live Snapchatting that he was like in trouble. And I think someone eventually came and towed him away, but it was great content. See, that just, that was a Snapchat setup. Hey, DJ Kelly, you'll run out of gas. I'll live stream. It was Snapchat. still good. It was, a brand it was still good. It was still brand good. Brand activation like you read about. Did you see the massive brand activation downtown this weekend? For what? I did not. Ford. Oh yeah, Randy went to the Ford show. Someone who has was it a brand, like was it, it was it for F one because like they don't have a team there. Ooh, but it was a giant. Teaser it was a alert. giant activation. Now Ford Ford ain't getting in the F one game. Why not? If they bought Haas, uh, your boy might switch. What's Haas worth? Fifty bucks. I don't know. How, like those teams are so much. Not them. <laughs> hey, I, you know what? Will I could enter my 2017 Jeep Grand Cherokee and have the same amount of points that Haas does in F1. Their brand, uh, they're worth about 115 million dollars. Haas. Yeah. Yeah, that's pocket change for like cubes. And then Ferrari's 1.3 billion dollars. Mercedes yeah. is just a a skosh. Over a billion dollars, and McLaren and Red Bull are kind of neck and neck at six twenty and six forty. Ooh, that Red Bull investment's sneaky, uh, tempting. Not that I could do it, but should we get an F one team? Do you want to? They're the second most popular team. Think about or less, a corporate right? takeover. Yeah, what's what? What's our bank account looking like? We should do a poison pill with them. What's that? Is it like the ja- is it like a jagged little pill? Exactly, sort of. Alanis Morris said it becomes part of your board. It's a whole big thing. Yeah. Is it Alanis or Alanis? Alanis? I don't know. A good I don't resort? Know. I feel like... I feel like uh, she was naked in that one Vince video. Vaughn and What's-His-Face, they started saying Alanis on some like movie. It was like Wedding Crashers or some shit, and everyone started saying hey, Alanis. I enjoyed the Kelsey Grammer introducing... Um, who? Wait. No, who was it? I can't remember now. It, it made me laugh, and I, I liked your tweet. The... Is it? It was. It wasn't corn. Uh, mu- people introducing musicians. Was it like Waylon Jennings or something? It was Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam. Yeah, I I saw that. No, there's a in the in the wake of SNL uh, weekend. Craig Craig, what's his name? Not Craig David. Craig Kilborn. No, it was James Bond. Ladies and gentlemen, the Daniel weekend. Craig. Daniel Craig. Whatever. There's a new account that just goes back and finds old. Funny celebrities and like doing the same thing, introducing random bands, and Dwight Yoakam got introduced by Kelsey Grammer, and it was just very, very, very nineties. Oh, that didn't work. Ladies and gentlemen, Dwight Yoakam. I mean, it's not funny. It's just it's, it's just stupid. It's 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 two seconds of nostalgia, and if you grew up in the nineties watching SNL, you might be like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. He played uh, that song. I couldn't even name a Dwight Yoakam song. I have no idea. I he's saw from, him at ACL from, on a side uh, stage, and it was electric. He he's was from, great. Oh, I thought it's okay. Never mind. Never mind. What? He's from Kentucky. Also in Wedding Crashers, got quite the um, acting chops. Also in Sling Blade, had a really really shitty band. Do you? Do you oh, know I what? didn't even know that was Dwight Yoakam. Yeah, I didn't even like. I know I knew this guy. I just thought he was a creepy actor. He's the oh. the divorcing husband in Wedding Crashers. Okay. Correct. Interesting. He's apparently big pals with uh, Vince Vaughn. That makes sense. We're going to get some Vince Vaughn and Curb this year. Is that, that true? Yeah. We got a, a heavy dose of John Hamm last night. Okay. You know, Good. We, you know who else we had a heavy dose of last night? Hmm. Logan Roy. Let's talk succession real quick. Uh, to kick off this segment, can I read some fan mail that we got? Yeah. 
Uh, this is regarding our succession recaps. This is from a, a, a listener named Dano. Okay. Hey, oh, Dano. I'm sure this will be really nice. Dano said, lads, big fan. Stephen A. Smith voice, however. Oh. What's the point of recapping succession if you guys can't remember characters or things that happened in the episode or previous seasons? You can pull my Patreon backer credentials if this is out of line. Dave's impression of Barrett was great, though. Oh, okay. Warm regards, Dano. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> uh, that was me. Solid. That was me who uh, couldn't remember Roman's name. And, and you know, it's, it's tough. You know, I, I should always get all of the names right in every sport and movie and show we recap. You know what we should do? We should just start editing the show and going back and doing retakes. Oh, imagine if we like, we're like, hey, Will, can we edit a bunch of stuff, retake? These are one editor. This would be so miserable. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You'd be like, yeah, man, I got you. Yeah, there's no way. All right, but who's the one guy who's like his dad, <laughs> uh, like was like the CEO, like founder of the company, and now it was, a, it was Car- Ke- Kendall, right? God damn yeah. it. <laughs> No, I'm just playing. Dude, Kendall... Yeah, no, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Kendall is absolutely on one this season. This is the best Kendall we've seen, although yes. his uh, little accent slips when he gets when he starts yelling. There's a little bit of a slip where it goes into something, like whatever, wherever he's from. I believe it's across the pond. No, what? he's not. He's American. Yeah, he's American. What? Sally thought he was British. I was Jeremy like, no, he's Strong. American. Where's he from? Uh, he went to Yale. Oh. Uh, he's, he went to uh, Yale? He's uh Boston. There you go. What? Yeah, he's American. Fucking Boston kid. He's probably fucking he, no Southie. But Shiv, Shiv is, uh, she has a foreign accent. That's crazy. Maybe that's just how he yells then. Shiv stinks. When he Stop. was, uh, when he was um, berating the his uh, his siblings for not joining him. Spoilers. Um, that was very <laughs> uncomfortable because I was like, that's really mean. I feel like there's a better way to handle it. I mean, yeah, but like, honestly, I don't, I don't want all of his siblings on his side. It shouldn't be that way. No, that would be too easy. Shiv needs to be on his side because Shiv is never going to get the nod from from Logan. He doesn't have any she, trust in her. What happened in the last thirty seconds of the episode? And does anybody know? He essentially the way that I took the way that I took how last night's episode ended was that Shiv, he wants Shiv to just be another set of eyes uh, in addition to Roman on Jerry, and I think he I think Logan has the long play of using Jerry as a fall person for something down the line. Because she's not connected with the family. She's he clean. knows that she will do a good job as CEO. But he also knows that if he, if he just, you know, not kills her off physically, but just if, if he needs to use her as a fall person for the company, he can do that and it's not going to um, affect them. Except Roman, who's Jerry's bigger. a great character. She's a great character. She's awesome. She's like sneaky. You're like, oh, that's, this is a good performance. This is very believable. Yeah. She's like, I, I, have, I have the utmost faith in Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. The other two squids that work for Logan, like, they're not going to do anything. Yeah, (laughs) they're not doing shit. I remembered Hugo's name. Hugo and the guy that uh, fired Roman. Yeah. They they look similar look to them. It's just old white. Those two dudes are, Uh, those guys are in Daniel Ricardo's crew like 40 years ago. They're just yes men. The Shiv um, Roman fight, spat, if you will, Mm -hmm. where she said some very mean things to him and he leaves. What was she saying that he, what did she say about having. He's like you need. She's like you, you need don't to, have you sex. You need to bang something at some point, or is that his I thing? Well, he's kind of a se- he's a little sex crazed maniac. Yeah, but it's like in a weird. Like he, the, he had the thing with Jerry with the phone sex, right? Right. He's telling. I think Shiv was like, you need to settle down and like have kids, or you won't make anything of yourself. You loser. Okay. And then I almost I almost listened to it. Now I was on an early bird. So I thought maybe she was. Damn, you're on your early bird shit. I thought she was suggesting that he never actually closes the deal. 
Oh, maybe. Like, maybe he gets to, like, a certain point, and that's it. Or he has, like, some weird kink. Mm. I mean, he definitely he has, has weird kinks. Phenomenal actor. That is true. Kieran Culkin? Why are they... Are we going to have this entire season just pan out in the uh, confines of Kendall's ex-wife's apartment? Yeah. I thought I thought we were going to have them nice. in... I thought we were, they were going to be in Italy for a significant portion of this season based on something that somebody had said. And I, I kind of wanted that to, to happen. I mean, we're... we're Two episodes in, I'm going to give him an opportunity to go. Yeah, well, why don't you slow down? We got, we're in Sarajevo. Dude, he, yeah, yeah, but fucking Kendall still hasn't left his ex-wife's house. Like, he's got to get out of there at some point. The, eventually, like, next episode, there's going to be subpoenas involved. Why, like, why did Logan leave? And then he's like, you know what? Actually, I'm coming back. Even there's no risk of a subpoena anywhere. I don't know. Uh, the, like, this show, uh, yeah, somebody said that the, the show is the biggest production where nothing happens, and I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, but I wouldn't have it any other way. It's the, it, it can stand alone on the characters and the dialogue. And the, yeah. I just the I did expect an up. FBI raid. I, I thought we were going to get a episode. Search I, next sure episode, we'll we're getting FBI yeah. raid based yeah. on the scenes from next week. Oh, okay. They, they show in the scenes from next week a bunch of FBI agents walking into Waystar Royco. Got it. Very happy sense. about that. They've waited too long. The documents that they're going to be looking for are gone, destroyed. I need to go back and, like, I've, I've, what's in the papers again? It's just like documented cases of, of horrendous cover, abuses. Cover-ups on, right. on the cruise ships. Yeah, okay. What's Tom's move here? Why is he so close to Logan constantly? Like, what job does... He cruises, right? He was in charge of all yeah. of that. Well, so, he got put in charge of all of it after, right. I think, Mo died. Tom's going to fuck over Shiv in the end. He no, no, Tom hates Shiv. Yeah. I don't think he has... Yeah, he has no loyalty to her. Think. He knows that it's a, it's a sham marriage that's loveless, and he's looking out for himself. And I, I think Tom's going to end up being a really – he's already a good character, but he's been kind of low-key this, this season. I like that he and uh, Cousin Greg are still looking out for one another, even though they're on opposite sides of the, the, the battle right now. The Cousin Greg uh, lawyer stuff is interesting. What is – I don't really know if, what the plan is here. Well, it feels like – so two things on the Greg thing. It feels like uh, – it feels like somehow Greg's grandfather now wants to tank the company himself. He is hates using a, yeah, is losing the lure to do it. And it sounds like the guy made two references to getting his affairs in order. Um, Ethan Roy, right, is his right. name. So I think he's he must be dying of some sort and wants he looks, to like. Yeah, I don't want him. I don't want him in the mix in a big way. He's, he's seen, not a character that does much for me. Yeah, well, I'm I'm very curious because like the the estate attorney that's now he's gonna have him represent Connor, not Connor, excuse me, uh, Greg. Yeah, uh, who looks just like Karl Marx, um, with the beard, and they kind of talk about putting a wedge. It's their wedge yeah. into Waystar to to show the world uh, the you know, corporate greed and capitalism, and it's like, yeah, where have you been? Like, we don't need. That's the thing. That's but the it, thing. but it's yeah. weird because uh, normally an estate attorney. Uh, a state planner is helping you shield your money, so it goes to your, you know. So there's a lot of I need to look into this a little bit more on like what, what I don't know much about that character, the grandpa. I, yeah. The one person I do want more of is the first lawyer to just knock on Greg's door. Oh, so good. I think that guy's really got. Well I think he's scum. got. He's got potential to be a hilarious character really if used well correctly. Really that dude's well scum. He just had a like a smarmy smirk on his face the entire time, and I wanted more of it. Yeah. So good. Yep. Good. He, All like, right. Good. Yeah. And Greg's like, well, well, do do I choose? Do you choose? Do do I be chosen? As someone who is kind of scared of that kind of shit, like I get where he's coming from. It's like, hold on, I don't want to say too much, but I also can't say nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I, I enjoyed that scene. I do like. I I don't like how they portray Greg in some. I think they dumb him down too much. But uh, 
that scene was a, a nice bit of brevity. In he caught episode. the SNL cameo this weekend. Any good? Uh, SNL this weekend was the best episode of this season. Maybe the best episode of the last two or three seasons. Because Jason Sudeikis knows how to run a show. Like, he knows how to make a skit good. And he was also in every skit as an alum of oh, SNL. Wow. Like, he was, in the fir- he was in the very first, like, opener, which they never have the host in because they're probably getting ready for their, their monologue. And it also appeared as though he went off the script a little bit. And uh, they were going a little long on Saturday. Did he do the Jimmy Fallon thing where he looks over the camera and, like, just laughs? And you're like, oh, Jimmy Fallon, you're so great. You should host a late-night show forever. Did they do that? They didn't do that. Okay. They didn't do that. They did have to cut two people from uh, the weekend update, though, which bummed me out. Oh. They had Guy with Boat come on. Have you ever seen Guy <laughs> with Boat? <laughs> no, but I'm imagining it. He's uh, is it is it self-explanatory? It's the most cancelable character on SNL. It's an, he, oh. he's absolutely outrageous. He, it's really funny, but it's just he's so cringe, and they had to cut that. But they they do put it on YouTube, so I, I did get to see it. Okay. You see, Ed Sheeran uh, was supposed to be the musical guest. COVID. Can't do it. Oh, so uh, so they got Brandy Carlisle. I mean, kind of an upcoming. Is that th- that's this week, right? Or is that is this upcoming Saturday? Oh, yeah. oh, never mind. So okay, so Brandy yeah. Carlisle was originally yeah, yeah she yeah. crushed it. Our, Both uh, of her performances our were friend good. At, our friend at Eve Six is trying is um, petitioning to be the, the villain. Please make it happen. Here's to the Saturday. He's night. the heart in the blender guy. He is the heart of the blender guy. How is he gonna is is he gonna be on an episode of Circling Back in the next year? If he's in Austin, 100%. Yeah. I would only want to do that one in person because if he's going to hate us, I want him to hate us like face to face and not like over a satellite feed. I want him to have the obligation of having the in person uh, politeness that you don't get over just like a feed. Sure. It would be a great segment too because Dylan would have no clue. No, Dylan ha- and Dylan can't like not be here for the interview. No, he, no, has he has to, has sit, to sit, sit in right because next he, to him. he won't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be mute. He'll be sitting over there, and and Dylan will be in his normal spot, mm-hmm. and Dylan just will be like looking back and forth, like a like a cat watching ping pong. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> a cat watching ping pong. Yeah, it's probably a, a vine or something. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Oh man, anything else on uh, Succession? That's it. Uh, looking forward to next week. As a good recap, Dano. Hey Dano, we got all the names right this time. Yeah, that's right. Brett even busted out the Ethan. Maybe. I wouldn't have gotten that one. I, would have I said think Gre- it's Ethan. I would have said Greg's grandpa oh, the entire time. Oh, you don't? Yeah, dude. You said it with such you, confidence. Is it Ethan or like a, a Scottish name? Like Ewan? It's certainly not Ewan. Ethan. Oh, I think it's Ewan. Fuck yeah. You nailed it. Is it's it Ewan? Be Ewan, yeah. Ewan it, is, it is Ewan, and you yeah. want to read his succession wiki? Ethan. Word for word. <laughs> Ethan. Dano, Dano so is now celebrating at his desk right now. He's like, dude, I was right. I knew it was an Ethan. Most people who watch that show could not... No, uh, no, if they were recording a podcast right now, could we not drive. It's not like we we pull up the the Newsweek. You just say Logan Roy's up. brother. Yeah, is what I would have said. Greg's I, gra- I would have said Greg's grandpa. Fifty years ago, you and volunteered for the war and went to Vietnam. Let's see what it says about seasons. Uh, his notes. Shit. He collects war medals. Oh, Logan collects war medals. Oh, you and actually, sir. Okay, yeah. There's really nothing. So I'll just cool, fuck cool, off. Cool. I'm sorry for wasting Ewan, your time. Good, good pull. Good pull, Ethan. Hey, we got Brett's breaking news presented by Odyssey. There's nothing like a great postseason run. I haven't had one in a while. <laughs> Shout out to Detroit sports teams. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, five oh, years ago, five years ago, hey, the Chicago fight. Cubs had a magical campaign to a World Series championship. 
and a 108-year curse was lifted. The new podcast, The Run, relives the 2016 postseason game by game. All the drama on and off the field, plus interviews with players, coaches, and celebrity Cubs fans. The series is not just about baseball, but what it meant for the city of Chicago and why that Cubs team captivated the nation in the fall of 2016. It features inside stories from general manager Theo Epstein, manager Joe Madden, Game 7 hero David Ross, as well as celebrity Cubs fans and more. It's hosted by Matt Spiegel of Chicago's The Score and Roy Wood Jr. of The Daily Show, who were there for all the games leading up to the epic Game 7. That's The Run from Odyssey and Major League Baseball. Listen and follow on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brett, can you break some news for, for us right now? Sure thing. I'll go quick because I know we are uh, extremely long today. Dude, let's just keep getting no, long. That's a good pod. Yeah. All right. Keep, All right. It, keep it going. Are you guys familiar, uh, familiar with the burger chain Jack in the Box? Uh, the Sourdough Jack is an underrated fast food burger. What is it? Is it a burger on sourdough? Yeah. That's called a patty melt player. Uh, I don't think it is. I, I assume that any burger <laughs> made with bread Jack. is a patty melt. I've never had Jack in the Box. Well, they they want you to know that it's sourdough. Okay. Well, apparently people agree with Dave in that it's underrated because they are opening 111 new uh, locations in the next two years. I haven't been to one in years, but in uh, when I was younger, that was a good late night spot. There was one near campus in San Marcos that, boy, if you were uh, if you're looking for some late night eats, go get you some. Some tacos, 99 cents I was going to say, two. can you speak to their tacos? Because I've heard a lot about them. The, yeah, you wouldn't want... If you went to a restaurant and they served them to you, you wouldn't be stoked. But if you're just looking for fast food, like something quick and easy to eat, and you're intoxicated or high mm-hmm. on drugs... Maybe marijuana. Marijuana. Then that's your, that's your spot. These look like some classic tacos. They were the first to really lean into the... Oh, yeah, people are... People are like uh, under the influence eating our food late at night, so let's just lean into that marketing. So they were like, "What if we take the best of Taco Bell and the best of like a Burger King, for example, and combine them?" So sure. they do tacos and burgers. I like how Whataburger does their taquitos starting at midnight. That's fun. It's helpful. Yeah, because that's that's usually what I get. So I'm just saying, look, keep an eye out for Jack in the Box in the next few years. They're they're going to be a, a major player in the space, the QSR space, if you will. Thank you, Brett. I've only been to one Jack in the Box, and it was to go to the bathroom before a golf tournament. Couldn't make it to the course. <laughs> uh, McDonald's is that bathroom for me. If if I like, I'd prefer that over a gas station. Is what I'm saying. I'm on the road, need need a bathroom. I find uh, McDonald's. Shouts to F1 for uh, having uh, porta potties, so I didn't have to get pee fried at troughs or anything. Oh, porta potties. Luckily, we had some tickets that had some nicer bathrooms, kind of like you know when you go to a golf tournament, the trailer bathroom. Yeah, it's the trailer. Yeah, Yeah, we. I I went into a trailer, but I did have to use one porta potty. A porta potty in the middle of a hot day in Austin at Coda sounds like the absolute. Last place. It was a take a huge breath before going in, hold your breath as long as you possibly can, and then have a huge exhale when you left the porta potty season. Been there. You're familiar with all birds, correct? The shoes? Yeah. My or or the just the species of birds. (laughs) He's heard of all birds. The shoes. Yeah. What about them? Uh, Well, they're IPOing. Yes. Targeting a targeting a two billion with a B dollar valuation. For the fucking shoe company, two billion dollars. I don't believe any valuations at this point. Well, they're not. They're they're based on literal, like like. Okay, evaluation is data. Extrapolated over a period of time with a multiple that's completely arbitrary. I'm not gonna lie. 
I'm All on right. their site right now, Alberts. Oh my gosh. I have to say, some of their new gear actually looks very comfortable and pretty nice. They'll be a sponsor in six months. And I will probably rep them <laughs> pretty actually, hard. Uh, can I pull back the curtain? If you're if you're listening to this point in the podcast, you can you can get some inside info. They have inquired about sponsorship on this podcast, and I don't think we can uh, confidently endorse them. I will endorse uh, from what Will's scrolling through. It looks like they have more than just generic shoes. I would love to know a little bit more about this men's long sleeve CT. CT, I will work you, bro. I will work you. Hey, this season of the challenge has been an all timer. If anybody wants to start a challenge podcast with me, just holler at your boy. I'm ready. Uh, Randy feels like a guy that watches the challenge religiously. The only person that watches, the only two people I know that still watch the challenge are my wife because she watches it with me, and intern Klein who texted me about it uh, every single episode. Hmm. I love it. Uh. Let's see. And the last thing is somebody, uh, remember the COVID loans that were going around? Yeah. PPP loans that we did not apply for because we are a stand-up company. Well, didn't, we didn't need them. Didn't yeah, we didn't need, need one. We didn't need it. Luckily, thanks to you, the listener. Correct. Thank and you, And you, Brett, for the ads guy. I thank you. <laughs> and you, Will, for the content. I'm out not, here. not me and Dylan, though. No, not you guys. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Randy, somebody, somebody got a uh, an $80,000 loan, a man in Georgia. Okay. Uh, he used $57,000 of that Loan to buy a Pokemon card. I still think that we could get in trouble at some point for a loan that was taken out under Wash Media that we did not know about. And if Randy has a holographic Pokemon card, I'm going to assume that he used that loan to buy said holographic Pokemon now, card. Okay. So that's illegal, right? But it's, say if you were to resell that item on the, on the Silk Road and make a profit, no harm, no foul? I don't know. Can you just pay the government? Do you have to? You have to pay those loans back. Uh, there's, I believe, they're forgivable. There's, they're zero percent unforgivable. Right? Yeah, the which, which is why millions of people took advantage of it who didn't need it, because there's and there's no way they'll, they'll ever track down who actually, like, they don't have the resources. The I like whoever would be in charge of like enforcing that. They don't have the resources to track every business, see what they spend it on, go through their books. It would never happen. Got it. Yeah, I know, dude. Look, I from talking to people in my old neighborhood who like knew were like just blatantly like, be like oh yeah, yeah, we took one. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire my my sister in law in quotes, and and that's and it's just like, oh, you're just you're so just inflexing your a tremendous amount of is it is it injecting fraud? cash into your huh? Is it fraud technically? Uh, I think so. I don't I don't really remember the terms. I looked at there was like a minute where I was like, should we look into this? And we kind of talked about it. And we're like, well, we don't, you know, we're we're doing okay. We don't need that. So, I don't know. Maybe I never we're, even maybe we're dumbasses. I never even wanted to think about it because I was just like, eh, I, I'm going to mess something up along the line, and suddenly we're going to owe fifty thousand dollars to the government at some point. Like, sure. I, I don't want to deal with it. I'd rather just figure it out on the fly. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I I now my my views have shifted on on PPP loans because I guess this guy can just. Forgivable, interest-free money, and now they're coming for our unrealized capital gains. You see that, Dave? <laughs> I have not. I've I've always saw people talking about your Bitcoin is going to be taxed before we even change it. You can't Shit. tax the Bitcoin until no, you can't until it's we just, get rid of it, right? I just, well, sorry, that's that's you know, in a in a world where Bitcoin's regulated like that, yes, but the, I don't think it is. I got to take my Bitcoin offshore, like that. Like, you see the whistleblower for Facebook did that. I gotta what? look she, into that. She moved to Puerto Rico. I would too, have, dude. Like, capital gains tax haven. 
that she's just like, oh yeah, I bought in at crypto at the right time, so I don't need money. She said that in a New York Times interview. Good for her. She is, what a rollout that, that lady is, is doing at this point. Mm. I, haven't, I haven't seen her actually physically blow a whistle yet. Yeah. That should start every whistleblower campaign. I think if you're a whistleblower and you're standing in front of Congress or whoever you stand in front of, I think you need to actually have a whistle and you have to blow it. Is like, it a Pavlovian <laughs> response where you like hear something and it takes you back to like a childhood moment? Randy says no, Pavlov. so I'm going to go with Randy here. What's the response? Like if I hear a whistle, I'm immediately transported back to the goal line of football practices we're about to run gassers. And I get chills. I, I don't. I, I was never a big fan of having to run sprints at the end of practice. I was usually the one huffing, being like, "Are we done yet?" I think Pavlov. <laughs> Pavlov would be more like if you like reacted to it, like you heard the whistle and then you got down in like a three point stance or something. I would actually really enjoy that. If every time Brett heard a whistle, he just like tried to skate to like the the blue line. Oh yeah, it is a Pavlovian response, Randy. Screw off. I think I think Dave, Dave's was closer. Randy. Oh, so I was Googling. Let me hear from you, psych majors. Dude, I can't wait till Dylan's back and he gets to tell us about the salads that he ate at this resort that he's staying at. How many, by the way, how many things do you think we butchered this episode completely? Don't care. Like Not six many. to Don't six care. and a half? Dude, we're shorthanded after a large weekend. Ethan like, Roy was one. Yep, but... Ethan Roy. I said brevity instead of levity regarding the, the, the scene. Uh, I noticed that one. I yeah. didn't really want to jump in. I'm sorry. There's no point. I mean, we didn't that. F one segment on circling back. We're good. There's going to be some holes that are going to get poked. You nailed. Uh, we, what's the DRS? DR we were, I think, pretty accurate. We'll nail the DSLR. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Is this our longest episode we've ever done of this pod? Circling back, not touching base. What are we at? We're about to hit 130. We hit 137, dude. Holy. Fuck. Yeah, we're out here. We're Fellas. absolutely out here. Joe Rodian in the house. I think it's time though. You must have been at F one. He was probably at F1. Hopefully he had like a box seat though, because I don't think he like if he was sitting behind us, he wasn't gonna be able to he see has the no track. clue what did F1 he, is. Did he take the Chapa? Probably. The amount of private planes that we saw taking off, not from the actual track, but just like flying over us, and the Shh. amount of helicopters was insane. The I will say, one of the coolest things about F1 and seeing a race in person is seeing the helicopter that gets the aerial views flying around chasing the action. It is so awesome seeing a, a helicopter maneuver like that so close to you. Why don't they just use drones? Seems safer for literally everybody involved. Because they have, a, if you have a, if we've learned anything from Yellowstone, if you have a helicopter budget, you use the helicopter budget. Okay. That show went downhill the second they stopped flying everywhere in a helicopter and they started driving trucks. You, you know what? Point will defreeze. Thank you. Is it time? Yes, sir. I don't know how to end the pod without Dylan here to say bye. Uh, bye bye. Bye. Toodaloo.